0: You are listening to episode 103 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas Podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after
1: tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. And the MGM Grand. This
2: isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want a gamble. They always put the
0: machines that pay off the most right in the front.
2: Good luck.
0: Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
1: Kickin' ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Ben Affleck is going to be the new Batman. Yeah, no. I heard about that, and he's getting all kinds of... Um, he's being mocked relentlessly on the internet, and I couldn't agree more. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think... I. L- let me let me just say that I don't think Ben Affleck is a bad actor uh, I don't feel that way at all mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily feel like he's the best fit for this role i don't I don't think Ben Affleck can pull off the Bruce Wayne swagger hmm. and I just don't see him as kind of the hard ass that Batman is, yeah, but think about Michael Keaton. nobody ever thought he would be a good Batman yeah
2: i, I mean i st- I, off, I still but... think he dramatically failed as uh, Bruce Wayne I agree with you on that yeah
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see, but I, I'm, I'm concerned about it. Yeah,
2: I've never understood the Ben Affleck hatred. It, it just seems like
0: some people, it's like it doesn't matter what that guy does, they fucking hate him for it. Yeah, I don't dislike him at all. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a great writer. I just don't know if he's the right—I don't know if he's necessarily the right fit for this role. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right.
2: Well, I mean, and let's, let's be honest. Uh, outside of Christopher Nolan, how, how often have they fucked up Batman? <laughs> Yeah right. Yeah, I, I mean a lot. Right, right. <laughs> a lot. A, a whole lot. Right. All right. We got some uh, anniversaries or birthdays that go over. Golden Nugget turns sixty-seven on August thirtieth. They opened originally in nineteen forty-six. And Paris turns fourteen on September first. They originally opened in nineteen ninety-nine. I can't believe they're only fourteen.
0: Yeah, I guess it's okay. I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> I can't. I, I. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember when I was there and it wasn't. Uh, I know I was there before <laughs> Paris was there. I just I don't remember it at all. So. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I literally have nothing valuable to say about that. Whatsoever. I can I can contribute nothing valuable. To that. <laughs> Congrats, fourteen. That's awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I was trying. I was like scrambling. I was like, I feel like I want to say something here, but I don't have anything to say. So <laughs> right. I'm just gonna. I feel like attempt, I sh- a, like I should really have try an opinion. Hard to make something out of nothing, and I, <laughs> I and I did that, and I, I still ended up with nothing. So, <laughs> for that, I apologize. I feel like I should have an opinion about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, guess, that'll oh, work. It's kind of a long time. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for Random Vegas this week?
2: Since opening. The Tournament of Kings show has had more than 7,000 performances and made Excalibur the number one purchaser of Cornish game hens in the US. <laughs> <laughs> we got that from at Vegas strip.
0: Like, I was really you're... excited about this one because I was wondering the other day I'm like, you know, I wonder who who buys the most Cornish game hens. <laughs>
2: It, it makes you wonder. If, Excalibur. Who if, knew? If they always, if they always knew that it was Excalibur, or they were like, listen, I gotta ask you,
0: why the fuck are you buying all of these Cornish game hens? <laughs> you're a casino. What do you need all these Cornish game hens for? <laughs> and we have a tournament of oh, the tournament of kings. Oh, that's right. You gotta think. And that's what you have to eat whenever you're watching these kinds of things. You know, you go to medieval times, and uh, you know they they well they used to serve the entire Cornish game hen, and then since then they now serve half. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was really upset about that because I remember the last time I went, I was really excited. I'm like, sweet, I get the little, the miniature chicken is what I used to call it when I was a kid, and I was always excited about the mini chicken, and uh, I only got half of it, so I was a little
2: bummed. <laughs> this is not authentic!
0: <laughs> Fuck this <laughs> you experience! Listen, you guys don't have the full Cornish game, and therefore you are not qualified and fit for my business. <laughs> we are leaving. Get your stuff. <laughs> I don't want your stupid paper crown anymore either. Right.
2: This is all horse shit. These guys aren't really fighting.
0: I will not root for the Yellow Knight. Right. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> suck. Right. The winner selected at random before the show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's that. Let's move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Tracy's
2: August 18th review of Zumanity at New York, New York. She gave it four out of five chips.
0: She sure did. She wrote, I saw the show with my mother and sister June 2013. <laughs> okay, so sister felt a little weird watching the show with mom, and mom didn't realize the main host was a drag queen until the end, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> the circ part of the show is, as always, amazing. This is not for the faint of heart. A segment with BDSM, some nudity and a whole lot of sexual reference and unabashed humor. That sounds perfect for us, Mark. I right? We were in stitches with laughter, gasped with OMG laughs, and in awe of the acrobatics and costumes. The stage setup was very cool. I actually can't wait to see this again with Hubby. Having said that, if you don't want to be drawn reluctantly into this show, a safe place to be is upper balcony. If you choose to sit in front 10 rows, then accept the fact that you will likely be drawn in and go with it. Hilarious, beautiful, amazing, go see it.
2: I can honestly say I've never in my life OMG'd anything.
0: No, I haven't. No, I haven't. No. Maybe, maybe in an instant message conversation, I might have thrown in an OMFG. Um,
2: <laughs> we somehow make it edgy by throwing in the F. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, uh, these are strong letters, Mark. Is, um, as the end, you should respect them as such. Yeah, right, right. Not too, not, not too fond of the OMG. No, or text speak in
2: general, especially when it's used in actual conversation.
0: <laughs> right, right all right and on to the swift pick of the week
2: this week's winner comes to us once again from friend of the show at john colson photo this time for a picture of the mirage signage with the mirage volcano erupting in front of treasure island in the background now this photo looks like something that you could have bought as a postcard when steve wynn still owned both the properties as some kind of a cross promotion the setting looks so perfect yet juxtaposition when you kind of register that you aren't seeing the volcano in front of her property, but instead of her former sister property. There's something about the simple cursive font the Mirage uses lit up at night, as well as the new fire elements of the volcano that just really captures my attention. The way they contrast with the black surroundings at night makes this one of the things that I could allow myself to become hypnotized by. In a place where it's designed to draw your attention every 20 feet,
0: I beautiful picture once again. Not surprising coming from John. No, John Colson always uh, produces some quality photography and uh, once again I've been uh, totally amazed by your review of the photo. Thank you. Almost uh, almost as beautiful as the photo I would say. Oh, oh. Now I feel good about myself. You know, I started because I was so interested. in it. we talked about this, you know, when we did the 100th episode and we were, you know, Karen was talking about the, the guy uh, being, being fond of the, the guy's selection for using his My Vegas points to select the song at Bellagio. And, of course, we then ripped on her. But um, <laughs> it got me interested in the Fountain show, and I started looking into some more things. And I want to look into a little bit more, but it turns out that the same group that did the Fountains at Bellagio also did the Volcano show. Yep, yep, and they did the revision, yep. Yeah, that was really cool. I did not know that until I started looking into it. So, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it up on our Flickr page, feature it on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. You know that guy who owns that company? I uh, used to be a Disney Imagineer. I didn't know that, surprisingly. Yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, I'm going to continue my research on this, but uh, a lot of interesting stuff that they've done. So, uh, with that out of the way, let's move on to the news. So go ahead and uh, go into some of this, uh, some of the details regarding the Grandissimo Kickstarter. Now, after years in the making, Dr. Dave has finally taken the publishing of Grandissimo
2: in his own hands, and you can be a part of making it happen. Grandissimo is the story of Jay Sarno, the guy who built Caesar's Palace in Circus Circus and basically created the modern-day casino. He can easily be referred to as the original Steve Wynn. The name of the book, Grandissimo, is after his last proposed project, which would have been the first mega resort in Vegas had it got financing. Those of you who enjoy vintage Vegas should love this book. People like Jay Sarno, Billy Wilkerson, and E. Perry Thomas, they're the kind of guys that inspired us to do a vintage Vegas segment. But back to Kickstarter, it only took the Vegas community in the know four hours to reach the minimum goal of $2,500, and. At the time of this recording, that amount has been doubled. But that doesn't mean Dr. Dave doesn't need your help. Don't forget that he still hasn't recouped all the money that he's spent to create it or gotten paid for his time and effort. However, more important than that, Dr. Dave has said that the more money he can get, the more he can do with marketing to the masses. This is why Kickstarter exists and why it rules. We have the opportunity... Love oh, I know We have the opportunity to help make something important real. How often in life... To regular people like you and I, do we get to have the opportunity to invest in something cool like this? And and if it comes, well, we know it will. But when it comes to fruition, you can say you you had a hand in it. Now, if you choose to throw some cash at Dr. Dave's Way to publish the book, there are various packages available to choose from, all including the lesser donation perks and more. You can pledge as little as $5.00. And you'll get thanked on the grandissimobook.com website all the way up until $1,500. And Dr. Dave will speak to a group of up to 100 people in Vegas about Jay Sarno. That That is...
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of really cool stuff in between. I mean, just ways for, for Dr. Dave to thank you for helping out. and. Uh, I've contributed to a couple of small Kickstarter projects uh, in the past, so I'm pretty familiar with how the process works. But you can, we'll definitely provide uh, details on it. But there's a lot of, a lot of cool ways uh, you can contribute and. Uh Participate. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, and
2: some of them even include you getting the book. So not only are you donating, you're actually getting a copy of the book. So it's not like you're like, well, I invested this money and then I got to go buy the damn book. Like, no, dick, just, you know, invest
0: enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not about getting something back. It's about helping uh, make this happen, just as you said a minute ago. Exactly, exactly. Now, you still have 24 more days
2: to get in on the action. If you are interested, we have a link on the blog or, of course, on the Enhanced Podcast. After talking to Dr. Dave about this book when we first met two years ago, I've intentionally not done any vintage work on J. Sarno, Caesar's Palace,
0: or Circus Circus because I'm waiting to read this book. Yeah, it should really beef up uh, that Vintage Vegas segment. And quite honestly, our Vintage Vegas segment on, that, on, on those topics may just be a uh, podcast version of the book. it right? <laughs> just be a book review. <laughs> yeah, Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, very cool. I was excited to see this. I saw uh, an email on this, and I uh, immediately reached out to you. and in, in typical fashion, you had already contributed on the show's behalf, and uh, I think it's I think it's great. Again, I love Kickstarter, and uh, I absolutely can't wait to uh, see the book come out. Yeah, very very proud to be a part of this. Yep. All right, moving on. Another Vegas carjacking. This time, it was at the Flamingo
2: Valley at about 11 a.m. last Sunday. Two California men, one an off-duty California cop and his brother-in-law, were loading their 2009 Ford F-150 after enjoying the officer's bachelor party.
0: It's always
2: off-duty police
0: officers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For reasons I can only assume are to cool the vehicle down, they left the vehicle running with the driver's side door open.
0: It's only only logical explanation. Well,
2: and, I mean, and that's... that's The only incentive this week's carjacker needed because he jumped in and took off. But
0: not before. Sweet, there's not anyone in this car. I don't even have to start this.
2: This is genius. (laughs) But not before the owners of the truck dived into the bed. Now, just like a three reel slot machine, the carjacker sped through two red lights successfully, but the most important one is that third, and he didn't pull that one off. About a mile from Flamingo by Rio, the vehicle was sideswiped by an SUV into a traffic light pole and ejected the two men from the trunk bed. One of the men was pronounced dead at the scene, the other died in the hospital Monday night. The three people in the SUV were treated for injuries and released. The carjacker was charged with counts of murder, robbery, battery and grand larceny of an automobile. He was taken to the hospital for undisclosed injuries. At the hospital, the carjacker, also from California, claims he has no memory of the incident. In fact, the last thing he remembers is being at Flamingo, but he doesn't remember why he was there. He remembers being in a crash, but nothing in between. Of course not. There is surveillance footage of the incident, but it has, of course, been impounded as evidence. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Vegas, but they've
0: got to knock this shit off. Yeah, they're going to have to buckle down on that. And uh, keeping in the unfortunate nature of this week's show, apparently we're going into some more violence on the strip. <laughs> it's not the whole show, um, all right? Just, I, the, I, just the first segment. Right, right. <laughs> I've got
2: one in prop heads. Um <laughs> 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 So earlier this month, a couple enjoying a pre-marriage honeymoon were attacked by a CD peddler on the strip in front of the Smith and Walensky Steakhouse. The attacker was former actor in the movie Coach Carter, TV show CSI New York, as well as various commercials. This gentleman placed his CD in the midsection of the bride-to-be until she felt she was forced to accept the parcel. That's rookie mistake right there, Brian. Rookie mistake. You learn that right off the bat from ignoring porn slappers. doesn't matter what they put. They, you can literally hit me in the face with it. I'm going to keep moving. Yep. At that point, the attacker demanded that the couple owed him $20 for the CD. When the couple attempted to return the CD, it was refused, and the tone of the attacker became more threatening until he grabbed the arm of the woman, pulling her closer to the attacker, at which point her future husband stepped in between the two. The attacker greeted this action with a punch to the face of the man defending his wife to be, which knocked him unconscious and loosened three of his lower teeth. Jesus Christ, was this guy training to be a fucking boxer in a movie or something? What the fuck? He was taken to the hospital and treated but claims he still suffers from headaches today and hopes his teeth will heal on their own and not require dental surgery. The attacker was arrested, spent two weeks in jail, pled guilty to two misdemeanor battery charges, and sentenced to probation and 50 hours of community service and credited for time served. No word on where the attacker is today as he does not have an address on record. So clearly this man's mediocre success as an actor was all he needed to become a full-out junkie.
0: I need to see who this is, because what the fuck? It's I mean,
2: the, the whole thing is just, I I, I I couldn't place him. And one of the reasons, I, this is, I don't think we've ever told people this, one of the reasons that we never actually share the names of these people is because we are really firm believers in the bullshit glorification of violence that the news loves to do, how they like to play all that shit up. So I'll tell you the story, but I'll never fucking tell you who did it. Yeah. Because I'm not promoting any of the bullshit they do. Some of these people literally live for this 15 minutes worth of fucking fame, and I refuse to give it to them. Yeah.
0: Well, I just saw who it was, and I don't know. I I don't I don't really know who they are, but um, what the hell? I mean, <laughs> you know what? The carjacking. Listen, that's that's so
2: freakish. Like, how the fuck is all that shit happening? You know, like in the last two weeks, this. Couldn't be more disappointed in Clark County. This is where you send a message, going that shit isn't fucking tolerated. We we you cannot pull that fucking. It pisses me off that they fought to get the dollar water guys, and, and the fucking you know Versace so knockoff sunglasses. You know these yeah. fucking pricks all over the place fighting. You know a dressed up character. You know dressed up characters getting into fights with fucking people, and then these fucking dick. It's just I actually think those CD guys are the worst. Literally, you could throw that thing at me and I will not react to you because I know what they're fucking trying to do. It okay. happened to me once and luckily I wasn't in this situation, but it's the same thing with I, I, every Vegas Virgin I bring there. The one thing I tell them right off the bat is if anybody hands you anything, don't move, don't look at it, don't do anything, keep moving forward, keep moving Pretend
0: forward. that like doesn't fucking exist.
2: Nothing happened
0: at all. Yep. Right. Yep. Absolutely right. I remember coaching Angela through uh, things before her first trip and I'm like we're walking down here None of this shit None of these people Handing you things They're not there yeah. You pretend like They're not there If somebody's talking to you You ignore them Yep Like Cause she's not the type Of person to do that You know She wants to be nice To everybody Right, and right. These people These people They need to fuck off Yeah 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 So It's anyway, disgusting this, this Let's move Let's move on disgusting. To something a little bit More positive Yeah yeah how about the Heritage Steak opening this? Karen should be pretty excited about this one.
2: And and I actually am as well, maybe the first time ever. Now, Tom Colicchio's new restaurant, Heritage Steak, is now open at the Mirage. It is located in the space formerly occupied by Kokomo's. However, it is no longer connected to the lobby bar. The entrance, to heritage steak, is off the casino floor, near Japonus or Japanius. Japanius, I think I'm going with. <laughs> Japanius, it feels Japanias. good. I I'm going there. Japanius. <laughs> the, <laughs> the concept behind this restaurant is cooked meats over open flames, and they have three types. They're going like to do my meat cooked. <laughs>
0: right.
2: <laughs> it's, I mean, it's listen. It's a good preference start. of mine. It's not for everybody, but <laughs> we're off to a good start so far. Yes. Charcoal grill, wood burning oven and a Grillworks Inferno, which is described as a versatile grill that works as a hearth, a smoker, a broiler, as well as a few other uses. Vegas Shatter shared all the details they could get about the menu and prices. However, they couldn't get info on desserts or booze. Reservations are highly encouraged, and your average check is going to run you 70 to $85 per person. This may literally be the first chef I've ever been interested in. I, I mean, though I'm not a foodie, and I think Padma's slow-as-shit conversation cadence is akin to that of a child after a mule-kicking incident. Karen has got me hooked on Top Chef. I, I can't explain it, but he's one of the, you know, being one of the main hosts, I just, there, there's something about that guy that I really respect. I've never tried his his place at MGM, but I, I'm really excited to try this. and. What a fucking feather in your cap at Mirage. I mean, there were all these rumors that they were going to sell Mirage, and you're going to invest this kind of fucking coin into this place to make sure that it still stays, you know, in the, in the, in the upper echelon of properties? Yeah, I don't think so. I think this is yet another example of this fucking property
0: ain't going anywhere. I'm kind of interested in this MacGyver-like grill that they're using. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's a versatile grill, and it does all these things, and, Hmm. We shall see. Yeah. Well, when you guys go, you'll have to see if you can get photos of said. of that grill, I, I yeah. will somehow, I will somehow infiltrate their security and get into the back and. Well, take... I don't know if they. I mean, is it going to be something where they're preparing food with, that's visible to the diner? That's or... a great
2: question. I mean, worst case scenario, I can ask somebody like, "Hey, can I take a look at this? You know, grill works inferno. This, if it's yeah, something this fucking, yeah this crazy, something you can just you point to. Food. Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking to hang out in the fucking kitchen. I'm just, you know,
0: <laughs> is it viewable? You know, can I see it from here? Can you just point to it? Right, right. All right, moving on to our next item for this week. Short Rounds unveils future copyright infringement evidence. (laughs) In the form (laughs) of their logo,
2: Brian. (laughs) This week, Short Rounds, Bayo and Dumplings, an Asian restaurant option that will be available at the Downtown Grand, shared their logo. Vegas Eater pointed out how much it looks like a direct ripoff of Indiana Jones and its (laughs) Temple of Doom sidekick character of the same name. The character's Mets hat as well as the font used in the series were incorporated into the logo. My only thought here, Brian, is they're like, we're too little. Disney won't sue us. But I think they might, sir. <laughs> I think they, they might. They can and they shall. That's, wow. That's ballsy. I mean, especially in this world. I mean, how you, they had to know the second they released it, uh, somebody would be like, um, hey, Meg Disney. Yeah, you might want to look at this.
0: Hey, did you guys, did you guys see this? Right. Didn't you just pay four billion dollars for this? <laughs> you may want to, you may want to take a look at that, because this dumpling shop is trying to fucking bite your style. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think they got permission. You better go get them. <laughs> you better go get them. Yeah. Eh, there you go. How to be way to be original. <laughs> right. <laughs> way to be original. Short rounds. Fucking dumpling place. <laughs> you All think
2: right. somebody at some point, some lawyer would have been like. We can't
0: do this. I mean, you know that, right? You know that? I think the only reasonable conclusion that we can make here is that they had no legal advice at any point throughout the process. (laughs) No legal counsel present anywhere at any time ever. Right. Just the guy
2: that watches a lot of, like, Law and Order and shit. He's like, I got... We're not going to waste all our money on fucking law.
0: I know how this shit works. Don't worry about it. Just trust me. The fun. guy, the the guy who's who's in who's in charge of the design, he's like watching, uh, like he's flipping through the channels, and he sees Indiana Jones on like, TBS one night, <laughs> and he's like, "That's it, <laughs> the, the, the sky's open." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How about some information on the plaza
2: beer garden rumblings? Yeah, it appears that the Long promised Beer Garden is under development at plaza. You know, I'm not sure I understand the point of a beer garden in Vegas. I mean, you're already allowed to be outside with booze. Why restrict yourself to a small little area? I don't don't get it either. Uh, The area just north of the property has been fenced off, and plywood has already been put up on the outside, as well as an unused section inside of the food court.
0: That's how you know shit's getting serious when the plywood goes up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, we can't fuck around anymore. (laughs) There's some serious development going on. That's right. There's plywood up. Clearly developed.
2: Now, now whatever this is, it doesn't appear to be affecting any of the fast food options in said food court, but Vegas Eater pointed out that a construction permit submitted in June for a beer garden at Plaza is still on hold. Hmm. They know something, Brian. There Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be this. This is how Plaza is defiant. They're just like, we're gonna build this. What are you gonna do? You're gonna stop you stop me? You guys are doing it, right? <laughs> you need to get off your ass and prove
0: shit. <laughs> we're waiting. That's right. All right, and Giada is coming to Gansavore this week. Gansavore accidentally announced
2: that Food Network super hot star Giada, I think it is. No, Giada. Or Giada. It's Giada. Is it Giada? Uh-huh. Whatever she is, she's fucking hot. Uh, <laughs> De La Rennes, I, 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 I have, know that one. I have, I have a comment about that, but I'll let you go on. With all right, me, all right. For... She's going to open her first restaurant called Giatas in the property when it opens in 2014. Now, how did they do that? Well, Vegas Tripping shared that a photo of Giatas was posted on the site. And if you clicked on View Source on the landing page, you got what looks like HTML code with text announcing the news. It has since been removed from the site. But Gansevord at this point has accepted that the surprise is out and they made an official confirmation announcement of the story.
0: Going back to what I had said a second ago, I think that she is an attractive woman. However, I think her head is disproportionately large compared to her. Tiny body. That is, wow, that is a really, really interesting point. I, as we were
2: prepping this, you know, saw various pictures of her, and I did think something was slightly off.
0: Yeah, something, <laughs> something, something was a mess. That's that, right. That is really, and it's because her head is gigantic and her body is really dainty and petite. That woman's got to have tremendous balance to be able to, to walk around with that thing. I mean, just, just tremendous neck, neck muscles.
2: And- <laughs> developed from childhood it's it's a I, skill
0: <laughs> you know i i like i said i i think she's a she's a decent looking woman but yeah just uh, that's one thing that uh, it took me a little while to put a finger on this whole thing but mm-hmm. um when i did it was i mean i was like that's that's it and her head is just fucking way too big for her little body and...
2: <laughs> well there you go so <laughs> let me correct that food network star and super freak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. well there you go what a goofy fuck up i'm I mean, you're a you're a web designer how do, how does somebody do shit like that I don't know I, you know I'd have to take a look and and see the original uh, the original site they may have put some code in there and just commented it out so you couldn't see it but yeah if you if you've used source then you can see the comments Mm-hmm. I will be honest, there's been a
2: couple of 360 Vegas reviews that I have intended to put out later in the week, but forgot to, you know, date, you know, postmark the date or whatever, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's out today, like, surprise, it's out today. Yeah. (laughs) Better make a
0: formal tweet about it. Right,
2: exactly. (laughs)
0: Luckily, I'm the only one ashamed when that happens. (laughs) all right let's move on to prop bets prop bets for those of you unfamiliar is a segment of our show where we extend some news stories without all the bs that goes with the rest of the news (laughs) and all the details and time wasters all the filler all the the fluff (laughs) Right. i hate when i hate when people use that and that's why i'm using it because i'm mocking it i like it all the fluff i like your style um the Apple Store and the Forum shops at Caesars Palace is closed for renovations. Vegas Shadow reported it will only be closed until the end of the month while they replace their floors. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Whiskey Down Gaming Lounge is scheduled to open August 28th in the space formerly occupied by Taboo at MGM Grand. The theme is clear by the name, but Vegas Shadow reported it will offer six blackjack tables, seven bar top video poker machines,
0: and will be open 24-7. For a limited time, Wynn has some authentic men's USA basketball memorabilia on display. Vegas Shatter shared that you can see game-worn autograph gear as well as gold medals from 2008 and 2012 games just past the Tower Suites lobby from now until the end of October.
2: Microsoft announced this week plans to open a retail location in the Fashion Show Mall. No word on when they expect to open, but Vegas Shatter reported that it will be located on the lower level
0: between Macy's and Forever 21. The Pawn Stars Pawn Shop will be closed next week, August 25th through the 30th, to undergo renovations. The Voodoo Zip Line
2: attraction at Rio announced this week that the project is still alive and plans are to open in late
0: September now. They must have been listening. I right. know. They were embarrassed. They must have been listening. They're like, oh, shit. They fucking caught us. Right. Damn we, it. They're we us. Do you see? First Gansevoort,
2: now us. We <coughs> we got to get on top of this shit, people. Line them up. Somebody in social media got fired. You guys fucking suck. We trusted you. Right. How funny would it be if, if it was actually the same social media people?
0: We trusted you to work from home. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These people need to know. All right. Vegas Metro Police released some security camera footage of the stabbing that occurred at the D on July 26th in hopes that someone will find the assailant.
2: Once again, a judge has given MGM Resorts permission to demolish the Harmon Tower before the lawsuit over who is the blame begins. No word if the building will be imploded or dismantled considering its proximity to the Cosmopolitan, Las Vegas Boulevard, as well as the rest of the city center. Representatives for Perini, the contractor on the project, could not be reached for comment. Odds are they were busy requesting another appeal.
0: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) All right, so that's going to wrap up news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Vegas, for those of you unfamiliar, is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies this week. For Wednesday, Journey is at the Pearl at Palms. That show is set to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from 95 to 223.
2: Friday, Joe Satriani is playing at the Pearl at Palms. show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets run $77. And Jay Leno is at the Mirage. His show is going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets are
0: $84 to 106 $106. Friday through Sunday, Air Supply is playing at the Orleans. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets range from 40 to 106. Saturday, Lil Wayne and
2: T.I. are performing at the MGM Grand. Their show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets are 47 to $111. And Puddle of Mud is performing at the Fremont Street Experience. Show is going to start at 9
0: p.m. Admission is free. I heard that Lil Wayne and T.I. show is a bunch of fucking garbage. Really? Yep. I had uh, Armando. You know Armando, he yeah, actually yeah. went and saw them And uh, he had free tickets, he went and saw them in Chicago And he said that it was not very good With just no production value, or they're just horrible live? It's just not real good live I guess Lil Wayne is on stage with like 60 people And no. then Ugh. That's why T. I yeah. fucking hate live rap concerts I fucking yeah. hate them Absolutely, yeah, and then T.I. I guess performed um, he, he performed Blared Lines But you know <laughs> he only has one verse in that song so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, remember my part in this? No, I mean, granted, it may be different in Vegas, but I doubt it. <laughs> and by the way, you can see Air Supply at Disney World during the Food and Wine Festival. You will never year. ever let them get away with selling a ticket, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay forty to one hundred six dollars. You know. Actually, I can't. I can't confirm that they're performing, in di- but they usually do, and it's free. So, yeah. And then on Sunday, Black Sabbath is performing at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 7:30. Tickets range from forty-seven to one forty-three. Also on Sunday, Ziggy Marley is performing at Mandalay Beach. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets will be 47 And Kesha is at One Oak at the Mirage. Show starts at 10.30. Tickets will be $35 for ladies, $57 for guys. All right, that'll do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas Deals. biggest deals is ways you can save money on your trip to Vegas in planning or while you're there. First tip for this week Riviera Casino Bar has a 3-2-1 promotion. $3 call drinks $2 well drinks and $1 beers No details regarding how long this promotion will last. I'll be honest, I don't know what a call drink is. I don't either. I was just thinking about that yeah. Wynn is offering a dinner and show package.
2: For $185 per person, you get a three course meal complete with wine pairing at Allegro. The property's casual Italian dining option. You also get premium seats at Larev for shows Friday through Tuesday, the 7 or the 9.30 show. The LA Times broke down that the savings is about $25. No word on when this deal will expire.
0: Somebody's going to tweet us or write into the show. You guys are fucking stupid. You don't know what a call drink is. I know, right? <laughs> nope, sure don't. Guess we're dumb. Right. <laughs> right. I guess we are fucking stupid. Thank you for educating us, man with no job. I hope it's Chris Manzi that tweets in. <laughs> And he actually knew. He, he actually invented knew it, right? <laughs> <advocate> <laughs> he, he, he coined the phrase. Right. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> it, was, it was a while ago. It was actually like a friend of a neighbor's cousin. <laughs> I it was really wish. I brother.
2: wish at some point at a 360 Vegas vacation, we could get him to come and be like, on just hang out with
0: him. I swear to God, he's exactly what we always said. If you say that you did something cool, like you're all proud of an accomplishment or that you got something that you worked really hard and saved up for or something along those lines, uh, he'll come in and just fucking one-up the shit out of you. Brian, Brian, Brian I, I have a great example,
2: and let's talk injuries. So I had my, you know, my, no, you're going to love this, Brian. I'm
0: already, like, eager to
2: hear it. <laughs> So, as we all know, in February, I ended up breaking my Mark, shoulders.
0: Yeah, Mark, Mark went boom.
2: Right. <laughs> you know, tore my, my rotator cuff and fractured my eye socket. Well,
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> Say it all nonchalant like that. It sounds like it's something out of, like, a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I just slapped a Band-Aid on it. I was good to go. <laughs> just rub a little dirt on it. <laughs> you just kind of stood up with the white flag and... Yeah. The... <laughs>
2: But Chris, just before I left Chicago, so that would have been about May,
0: informed me that he
2: tore his Achilles tendon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like, "If you've ever had that happen to you, that shit, it yeah. hurts bad."
2: He's like, "Oh yeah, what a bummer you had that happen to you." I, 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 I got surgery, my Achilles tendon. Like,
0: fuck you, Chris.
2: I get nothing, nothing.
0: <laughs> You're, like, You're not alone, brother. Right. That's <laughs> your fucking brother. Such a yes, dick. you are alone. You're alone on your little one-up island. The worst part about that guy is he's the sweetest guy. He's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but God, he just always does that. Oh, he's he's the definition of douche. I mean, he exudes it. <laughs> <laughs> Losing from his pores. That's right. He can't help it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. Know, he doesn't know any better. No, he doesn't. I think what was the first one? What was the first time we ever noticed this? I think it's when we were at work and he first started. Like he was brand new, and he sat down with us. And it was when you and I just realized that we were really funny together. Right. And we were at lunch, and we were talking about TVs, I think.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. I can't. That is the first one that popped in my yeah. head. That's exactly what it was.
0: Yeah, and I was talking about how, oh, yeah, we just bought a 50-inch TV. And, like, it wasn't top of the line by any means. It was kind of mid to – I guess I would say it's probably, like, the treasure island of – TV it, it was quality. I mean, you went in there and got a quality TV. Yeah, but it wasn't super high-end. Right, so anyway, yeah. right, yeah. You're, you're right, you're right. But it wasn't super high-end, and I wasn't touting it as a high-end TV. I was just saying, I'm really excited because we just bought this house. We yeah. didn't have a lot of money. You know, we're 22 years old, you know, da 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 Anyway, he's like, oh, yeah, I just mounted a 60-inch plasma, which at the time was like, that was a big deal. Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. 60-inch plasma TV was a big deal. He's like, yeah, I just mounted on the wall. He's like, but, you know, our, our master bedroom is like on the other side, like it shares a wall with the family room so I want to build like a rotating carousel kind of thing on a remote that like I can press a button and it'll either face the living room or it'll rotate and it'll face the bedroom I'm like (laughs) I I just I remember you and I looking at each other and like without seeing anything you and I both said like what the fuck is what this guy like to each other without (laughs) speaking you know It was just that nonverbal communication. I remember it so clearly. (laughs) (laughs) We just looked at each other like... Did he, did he really just come in and say that and then like two seconds later he's like oh, I better get back see you guys right well and then uh, do you remember for a while you and I would intentionally throw shit
2: out there just to see if he would one-up us and he would eat it up oh, all the time well because then we would antagonize and be like really that's awesome Chris tell us more about it <laughs> you
0: know I was really hoping to someday like work my way up to that level but you're there so can you share with me what it feels like to what be that what is it like awesome? to live in your world yeah oh just to be in your just a corner of your shadow. <laughs> oh, I wish we could share him with people. <laughs> oh man, and you know I I was kinda, I was I'm looking at cars, you know. And yeah. I was I, I was just just for a second, just for a second, I was looking because I kind of looked I kind of liked the look of the Dodge Challenger. <laughs> uh, and then and then like I found out I found out that he had one off the table completely because I don't want to look like. I'm trying to be like him, because I can't be. Well, and of course he gets the one that, that's... It's the orange, the yeah. bright orange. Yeah, because yeah. everybody sees it from, like... You, I mean, there could be a semi parked in front of it. You still see it, the reflection right. of the orange exactly. somewhere, you know? <laughs> oh, Mr. Manzi. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, if I would get it, I'd probably... But, I, you know, I would get I would get the one I want, you know? I'd be like, oh, did you, oh, did you get the, the, the SRT-8? <laughs> right. That's the one that's like 60 grand. Yeah, no, I can't afford that. Oh, man. Yeah, I got special what, tires. That's, I'm not... <laughs> that's, that's what I got. The I mean, prototype tires. <laughs> they can offer. Uh, they offer. No, it. actually, you know how this would have... This is how it would have went. This is how it would have went. He would be like, oh, sweet. And then he would unleash this fantastical story about how it was custom ordered. Or... <laughs> You know, like, the guy that he got it from, like, he, he like, called somebody who knows, like, the owner or the, the CEO of Dodge and Chrysler. You know, <laughs> right. one of those stories. And, like, it's he was mom. able to go to the factory to pick it up himself. <laughs> it was originally intended for Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> but he beat out good old Burt.
1: Right. right.
0: With his charm. <laughs> like, actually, mine is numbered. I don't know if yours is numbered. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of one. You can't make this guy up. You can't. No, No, and and, and that's the thing. Like, all of our listeners like, God, what the hell? You know, can you get back to the show? No. This guy is literally just like we're explaining him right now. Yeah, exactly. You (laughs) cannot imagine or dream up something that he hasn't lived. Well, the funny thing is, too, is like I said, we would loft softballs at
2: this kid going, there's no way he's going to react to this one. Let's just throw it out there and see what happens. Boom. Every time, crushes it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Chris. <laughs> you know, we should try to see if we can get him out to uh, next time I go out to Vegas, and we uh, see. Hopefully, it'll be for a Vegas vacation. I don't know, but yeah. we should see if we can get him out there and just bring him with us everywhere. He'll be it, like the entertainment, it, and he it, won't even don't know. let
2: him know <laughs> why.
0: He's like, why is everybody following me around? Like, waiting it's like they're waiting for me to say something. They are, but right. <laughs> we kind we kind of hyped you up a little bit. Right. Uh, that was a fun little side tangent. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe we'll have a separate uh, segment on on isms later. (laughs) All right. Where were we? Uh, Oh, the V-Bar at Venetian. They have actually a daily happy hour from 5 to 8 p.m. No word on what, if any, deals are available during that happy hour. Right. All right. (laughs) Come (laughs) here. We have deals. Like, what? All right. If you go there between 5 and 8 daily, (laughs) there's something going on. right.
2: Chris, you know, Chris's is, a, is five to nine, but... Right. there's It's a secret hour. That's right. And lastly, Stratosphere has three room deals. The first is just a straight-up room deal for Twitter followers. The For Twitter followers. The, I was going to say, are you going to correct <laughs> Well, now i got to leave it in, Dick.
0: <laughs> you know, if you hadn't corrected it, people would have just been like, well, Mark does drink during the show, so... <laughs> But you're not drinking this time, and that's what makes it funny. It sets the mood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the room rates are starting at $25. The second and third offer the same room rates, but one offers two Frank and Marino tickets for $20. The other is two pin-up tickets for $20. All the deals are valid now through October 31st, but you have to book by September 2nd. Don't forget that Stratosphere has a daily resort fee of $15. Jesus Christ. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> the resort You're fee what? is $10 less than the fucking cost of the room.
0: <laughs> that's 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 silly. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Meh. Check out all the deals we report on the show at 360vegasdeals.com. All right, that'll do it for deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. All right, getting into coming attractions for this week. Less than Jake are performing at the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip Monday, December 2nd. Show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets will start at $21. Daniel Tosh just
2: jumped into the Vegas Comedy Semi-Regular Residency League at the Mirage. He will be performing Friday and Saturdays, September 27th and 28th, October 11th and 12th, and November 1st and 2nd. All those shows will start at 10 p.m. Tickets start
0: at $91. Love that guy. Fleetwood Mac is performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena Monday, December 30th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at one eleven.
2: Temptations are performing at the Orleans Saturday and Sunday, October 5th and 6th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are
0: $35. Jim Brewer is performing at the Orleans Friday and Saturday, November 1st and 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will be $30. All right, that'll do it for coming attractions. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on Incoming Attractions calendar on the blog. All righty, let's get to the river.
2: Welcome to another installment of 360 Annie Up. For the last few Annie Up segments Matt wrote for us, Karen and I will be your hosts. This week, we're gonna talk about outside bets in Roulette.
1: So Roulette gets a lot of flack from gamblers, and Matt and Daz have even given it shit in the past, as the house edge is quite high. It's about five and a quarter percent on double zero wheels. But in all honesty, roulette can be a great game to pass the time and get you feeling comfortable with the table game environment if you're typically a machine player.
2: Yeah, in today's up we want to discuss the outside bets on a roulette table. Many of you are probably groaning now as roulette is a pretty simple game, but to a gambling virgin, it all looks confusing. There are five options for outside bets. These include dozens, columns, even and odd, red and black, and high and low. Because you cover more numbers with these bets, the payouts are lower than the inside bets. You typically have a 1 in 38 shot of an inside bet, whereas on the outside... Up to an 18 and 38 shot.
1: And I just want to clarify that an inside bet is when you're betting the numbers directly.
2: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: So first up are dozens. These are sometimes referred to as any 12, and they pay out at 2 to 1. On this bet, you're covering 12 numbers, either 1 through 12, 13 through 24, or 25 through 36. You place your chip on the box mark first, second, or third. And if the ball lands on any number within your dozen, you win.
2: Columns. This bet also allows you to cover 12 numbers, but they aren't consecutive. Here you place your chip on the column titled two to one. If the ball lands on a number in your column, you win.
1: And all the remaining outside wagers are basically even money bets. Even odd, red, black, and high low. These boxes are closest to the player on a roulette table and they're as simple as they sound. Even odd, choose one. If it hits, you double your money red and black this is the most famous of all the bets and it's further encouraged by the house by the large digital display screens showing the last 20 spins and then you have high low or the first 18 and the second 18 if you choose the high low and get it right you are paid even odds one to one
2: remember all these bets do not take into account the zero and double zero on the wheel if the ball lands in either of these you automatically lose and therein lies the house edge You would probably be surprised how easy this point is missed, and many players truly believe that the outside bets are a 50-50 bet. The truth of the matter is that the odds on winning these bets is closer to 47%, therefore giving the house an edge of 3% on the
1: outside. Which is still lower than the overall roulette edge, if you think about it. So these bets are all very self-explanatory, but we thought, Matt thought,
2: (laughs) We agree with him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We thought that they were worth mentioning. Everyone's gambling knowledge is different, and just because you don't know what other people seem to think is obvious, it doesn't make you stupid.
2: I will say I completely agree with him that roulette does seem to be the, the segue into table games. That's the first game I felt comfortable. That is with the first playing. one, that, yeah.
1: and, and we played the outside bets. Yes, absolutely. Because you don't. I mean, if the table minimum is you know fifteen dollars, you can put fifteen dollars on one bet instead of having to spread it all over the place and watch a gazillion numbers. So, yeah, that was the first table game that we ever played. Well, and I also think
2: that it allows you to. It's not like if you're sitting at a table game like blackjack where there's eight people, seven people, whatever, people are paying attention to you. You can mm-hmm. kind of get lost on a on a roulette table and that's really reassuring to somebody who's uncomfortable as to what's going on, right. like going, okay, so if I'm making a mistake, nobody's paying attention because they're paying attention to well, and so going to do this. Even
1: with craps, at some point, you know, that the dice come around to you and you either have to say I'm going to throw or I don't want to throw mm-hmm. and people can get like really weird about you know how you bet there, or whether or not you throw this one. You just you put your chips no down one's and you're attention. done. Yeah,
2: and and you can walk into it like a pussy. You can just go. Well, I'm going to do red and black, and red and black. And you get more comfortable, and you start to expand, and you start to expand. Yep. And the next thing you know, you're playing the thing all. Well, across.
1: and it allows you then to watch the action to try to figure yes, out what's yes. going on. It, yeah. Well, it's the one thing. Well, we it's always... the same thing as a combat on on craps. I was yeah <laughs> going to say the same thing.
2: thing. It's the one thing. Every time we teach somebody to play craps, the first thing I tell them is I'm like, only play the come or the pass bet. And just watch, watch yeah. what's going on. The more comfortable you get, the more you should do. Exactly. Do you remember where the first place was that we
1: actually played this? I absolutely do. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it wasn't Vegas. It was not Vegas. We actually played, um, and this was really our first, first gambling in general. Had we? It might be. The we hadn't first. been to Vegas by then. Yeah. No. It no. Was, it, it was. Is, that's right. We it Was the first gambling thing. I got a trip paid for by my company to Aruba. Uh, where we got to bring along our spouses and all—all all the resorts in Aruba have casinos in them. So um, we were with a you know group of my coworkers and the boss basically was like, "Oh, come on, you can play." You know,
2: that was really fun. That that really pushed me into it because I remember the first night that we were there, we looked at the slot machines. But being that these—I the, mean, these are tiny casinos. Yeah, they really were small. all basically your reels. It wasn't any of the video things that we would actually play. Well, especially in now, level. this
1: was a long time ago. Was. This was probably 90, 90s. Seven or ninety-eight? Yeah, two thousand four
2: was, was our first trip to Vegas. So this yeah. is—I mean, we're, first of all, we're kids at this point. Well,
1: and I, I know where I was working at the time, so it was a small window between ninety-seven and, and ninety-nine. Right, right. Yeah. So, so it was, I mean, it was the, the concept
2: was—we were still very young. It was intriguing, <laughs> and and but yet we were like I said, we were kids. We did not have a whole lot of money to play around. This trip had they not paid for it, and most of the meals. Oh, and everything we never covered? would have. No. Well,
1: no, it was an all-inclusive resort, right. so we basically—I—I I, you know was fortunate enough to be invited with a group of people that that won this trip or whatever and you know bring your spouses along which was the first time it happened the second time was this, also really this cool. was
2: back in a time um, and, and I so fondly look these moments like when we had an extra $100 to spend. like, what are we going to spend it on?
1: I know. Are we, I mean, it? we had to, we had to save up for the gambling money.
2: Are we, <laughs> we going to do it for, for one thing, or are we going to spread it out over days? And so, what so are we going to do with all this money? <laughs> during
1: this trip, because it, it was like a five-day trip, I You're think, right. and yep. everybody else was doing all these different excursions. We had to save up to do one, one. excursion, That's which right. was snorkeling. And do you remember the worst part about this trip was the fact that... Um, we actually the airline went on strike, and that, there was only yes. one airline that could take you off. So we actually had to stay another day, and, and we, we were, were panicked. Flat broke because we, we had no nothing. Money. I know nothing. we had no money, and actually, even the, the day that we were supposed to leave, this is so funny. We totally were not far related. Out of college, man. Totally not related to Annie up at all. But it's so funny. Um, so the the day that we were supposed to to leave, the flight was canceled. We all had to go back the next morning, and everybody else in our party had um got tickets. And had seat numbers assigned and we were the last ones right. like everybody else that we were with and we're just sitting there going i don't know what we're gonna do we don't have any money well, we and can't get on the plate i was in full-blown well, panic even
2: dial it back a bit that last night we went what what in the future would become what we do in vegas which what at least in my case where i just got annihilated drunk like like i was in pain drunk. yeah and the problem it's like oh now you're stuck here again i'm like I just want to go home and sleep.
1: I know. <laughs> like, I was like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah it was it was uh, crazy. I
2: remember I was actually nervous because the night that I went there, we broke even. And you were in there, but I was real, real panicked. You know, that I'm like, we can't, we can't risk any more money. We can't risk any more money. And this is the last night. This isn't the extra night. And you were gambling, and I got so nervous that I stayed outside of the casino. And I got sick. Well, because I was doing
1: susp- really well. But I got really
2: superstitious. I was like, I can't look at her. When I walk past, I can't look at her. I'm like, and I'm just slamming rum and cokes that are all, <laughs> all in. Inclusive. Uh, Just getting destroyed man. here. And I,
1: I was doing pretty good. I mean, I was at least hanging in there. And you know, I wanted you to have, down, have fun, but it else. made me
2: so nervous because we that were was really so the young. first
1: time that I had gambled. Like you had gambled. Well, you gambled with
2: me at that time, but it was this was you. I'm like, uh, it's, it's too much. I can't take.
1: <laughs> we were kids, <laughs> man. We had no money. <laughs> we didn't. We totally didn't. And we had the best time in but no, We keep saying we're going to go back at some point, but
2: I, I still say we have to find a couple to do it with because that was largely. I mean, it was fun doing stuff on our own, but kind of like. In Vegas, it's fun to do stuff on our own, but it's really cool when you can do stuff with other people, and that's what I think is. And
1: we went again, these are folks that I worked with, but not like they were extended, it's their they were in a different location than me. So, you know, I was like in a support department, and that's why it was amazing that they asked me to tag along. But you know, they all knew each other, and just all their spouses were doing. You work for uh, you a pretty know, awesome
2: company, and that's I all do. we're going to say.
1: <laughs> I do. It was just, it was amazing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was but,
1: absolutely awesome. But anyway. There you go. So, <laughs> Matt
2: and Daz used to get sidetracked all the time, so I don't <laughs> think anyone's going to judge us for doing it.
1: We're finally telling some stories about us. There you go. Outside of Vegas. All right.
2: If you wish to contact us with a gambling question, have a gaming story you wish to share, or have any feedback, you can find us on Twitter at 360 Up, or drop us an email at 360 Up at gmail.com.
0: Do you play roulette much? Um, you know, I'll be completely honest with you, and I, I'm not ashamed to admit this at all. I've always been a little intimidated by roulette. So with that said, no, I never have. See, I've played it a bit. Well, I'm, but you heard how I,
2: I play it. I, I yeah. haven't done a whole lot lately, but it, it's it's one of those weird things. Like, you know it's such
0: a bad thing, but it's so simple. Just pick a number, or a color. Yeah, or a no, thing. I know. And, you know, it's really bizarre because I love playing craps. Yeah, And yeah. I really, I, if I had the role for it, I would play craps all day and all night. But... That doesn't bother me. But from, For some reason, I've just never, like, I've never sat down, I've never wanted to actually sit down, and uh, I've always been just a little, maybe since my first visit to the casino when I turned 21, mm-hmm. I was a little intimidated by it, and I've always just kind of stayed away from it, so.
2: Yeah, the more I've gotten into gaming, and, and now that, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of blackjack as well as video poker, I, I've really come to learn that anything that I do when it comes to gambling, I, I have to feel like intelligence has to affect it, and the only intelligence involved in roulette is don't fucking play. It's... Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little weird that I feel that way about it. I don't really know why, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my story on roulette. But yeah, interesting stuff, and I, I definitely need to take a look at that when we uh, when we get down to Vegas next time for sure. Yeah. So that's going to do it for episode 103. Thank you guys very much for downloading and listening to the show this week and every week. If you would like to take a look at any details regarding any of the stories that we talked about on this week's show, as we reference them, you can go do that on the blog. That's 360Vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do that at 360Vegaspodcast at gmail.com. On our blog, you can also find links to find us on all forms of social media. Mark owns the internet as far as... (laughs) Right. (laughs) The, The transaction is still pending, but it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's on the Plaza's beer garden. Uh, <laughs> permit. If you want to support the show, you can do that through a myriad of ways. Um, the best way and the easiest way that involves very little effort from you is go to the blog, and when you're going to purchase something on Amazon, go to the blog and click on the banner, and just continue with your purchase. And without even thinking anything otherwise, you are supporting the show. Yeah. So that's going to do it for episode 103. Uh, again, thank you very much for listening. Well, and we are losing you
2: for a week here. Once again, you you've just had like a, a hell of a what year or two
0: here. You're you're moving again. Yeah. Well, we're buying a house, no, uh, another see. house. I'm right. <laughs> yeah, we're buying another house. So yeah, I will be moving next week, but I will be back the week following. So. Absolutely. So just a short-term, just a short-term break. I, I, I you know, I would try to record from my phone via Skype, uh, in the from the moving truck. Uh, while I'm en route, <laughs> that might be a little unsafe. Then you'd also have to read. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I'm sure your uh, your wonderful wife will be uh, available, and uh, everyone loves her, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> for some unknown reason, <laughs> but <laughs>
2: no, absolutely. Karen and I will see you next week, and I will see you, Brian, in two weeks. Sounds good. All right.